Hello, welcome. Just a cup. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.com. Brian Fetzer with another edition of Just a Cup. And I have a special treat today. Uh, I have Gebin Miles, who is national champ, world champ at sporting clay shooting, which I, I'm finding out more about, and it, 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 it's 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 pretty awesome. But uh, Gavin, it, it's it's awesome to have you on the show, and we get to talk about an audience that uh, might not be super familiar, but but uh, super impressive. Well, I'm I'm excited to uh, to talk with you, Brian, to get to know you a little bit, and uh, yeah, share a little bit about Sporting Clays, the community there, and. Uh, kind of what it is. A lot of people know about trap and skeet shooting, but they might not know about sporting clays. And so um, it, it, it'll be a fun hour or, or however long we, we talk for. First thing I got to know is, and this kind of goes back to a, another podcast we did when I was talking to the sisters in sweat and I was butchering names left and right. <laughs> Kevin is a very unique name. It is. I mean, where, where did, you know, where did your parents come up with that? So my mom didn't want to name me anything normal <laughs> and they were talking about it and praying about it. And they just weren't sure about what to name me before I was born. And then um, they were looking at a photo album and her grandma, who uh, was actually from the Netherlands, um, they immigrated to uh, Michigan and uh, settled near Holland, Michigan. And um, her her name was Hattie Gebbin before she got married and then she got married and it became Hattie Meyer. But they were looking at this photo album, saw a picture of my mom's grandma and uh, started talking about, you know, who, who she was and whatnot. And, and um, when she said that her maiden name was Gebbin, they both kind of looked at each other and said, Gebbin, uh, that's a really cool name. And my dad's like, how do you spell that G? And then, you know, my mom says G E B B E N. And, um, and so that's kind of how I got my name. Uh, my great-grandmother's maiden name. So it's a Dutch last name that's kind of an uncommon last name. That's, that's pretty awesome. Now, do you have any kids? Uh, no, my wife and I got married almost a year ago. So December 17th of last year. And, Very nice. Um, yeah, so kids are, are, are upcoming um, if it's in... God's plan, but uh, we're we're definitely going to try for kids in the future. And she's so my wife is also a professional shooter. She's actually uh, currently back to back world champion. She won the world championships this year and last year, and has some more goals that she wants to accomplish before um, we start having kids. But uh, yeah, we'll see uh, the timing for that. Oh, I can appreciate that because I <clears throat> I got married recently um, myself. So, uh, the, the newlywed thing, although my wife makes, makes fun of me a little bit. Cause when somebody asks him like, Oh, we've married for like four years. And she's like, no, we started dating four years ago. So I don't know <laughs> if you're in that same kind of boat. I, I, I figure it's, you know, Hey, we started dating, we're married. It's all like, kind of the same thing. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, I mean, that makes, that, that makes a very unique, uh, relationship marriage with the fact that your your wife does the same thing professionally that uh -huh. you do, what's a normal day like in in the Miles household? Well, um, 
if we're not on the road competing, we're um, usually at home coaching as well. Because if you're a professional clay target shooter, you're not going to make a living just competing, unfortunately, yet. Ho hopefully one day um, we, we had a professional league for five years or so, and it just they couldn't keep it rolling. But our, our tour, um, which is I mean, we still make money shooting, but it's not a ton of money. Like if you win the national championship, you're probably going to win somewhere around $20,000 or so, depending on option money and stuff. Um, world championship will probably not be that. It'll probably be a little less than uh, $20,000 or so. But um, yeah, if you win like a regional championship, you're going to win somewhere around $10,000. Um, so, you know, there's not a whole lot of money, uh, but with sponsorship, um, we're on the road a lot because we're obligated to go to a certain number of tournaments each season. And for us, that's somewhere between 15 and 20. And then uh, we coach, we, we live in Arizona. So we coach in Arizona um, during the wintertime, November through March usually. And then we kind of hit the road in April and um, we're, you know, maybe only home three, four weeks uh, total through uh, October, I guess. And so we're, we're on the road a lot, but this time of year, we try to stay home as much as possible. We took a month off of our own shooting after our national championship, which is in October. Um, and so we had some time to, to just kind of really be married at home. Cause once we got married last year, <laughs> uh, the shooting season started and, and our first year of marriage was, was on the road a lot. And, um, but it's kind of a cool story how my, you know, my wife and I met, we, uh, she was getting coached by my dad and my dad was like, Hey, uh, there's a, a lady that I'm coaching and she wants to become a world champion. And at the time I was living in Texas and then I ended up taking a whole year off. Um, I had been shooting since 1994, um, at a professional level since 2000 and I was involved in a project in Texas that I just kind of got burnt out with the shooting community. And so I took a year off and did a year of Bible college in Australia. And uh, when I came back, I ended up moving. Well, back hold on, to, hold on one second. Hold on one second. You did sure. Bible college in Australia. Yeah. My, that's not my, like, <laughs> that's not like, uh, Hey, I'm going to go to, you know, California to do it or to New right. York, go to Australia, which, yeah, my, which, there's a lot of things to shoot down in Australia. <laughs> there, there are. I, I actually didn't bring my gun, but um, but I was able to coach a little bit while I was there. But my youngest sister did three years of Bible college there, and I just saw how much she grew in her faith and um, really how much she blossomed as um, as a, a young lady and and um, kind of what what she developed into. I was like, man, her relationship with God is at a at a whole different level. And, and, and I want to experience that. And so I went through that year and, and, um, and then when I moved back to Arizona, um, I, you know, my, my dad was like, Hey, you know, could you start coaching, uh, Karen shed, um, was, was her name at the time. And, um, and she's, he's like, you know, I've got her kind of as far as I've, I, I can get her, but she wants to become a world champion. So, um, I, I started coaching Sweet. Karen and um, and then about a year after we started coaching, we started dating and we dated for a year and a half and then um, and then got engaged and got married 
last December. And so uh, that's been a cool, a cool thing to, to be a part of uh, being able to, to date, be engaged and then get married to somebody who does the same thing as you. And, um, and it, it's been, it's been really special uh, because. So, so what, what outside of, you know, I mean, shooting, obviously that, that it's, it's a, it's a common bond. What is something else that uh, the family likes to do together? I mean, being in Arizona is some good food. So <laughs> there's definitely you know, some in Texas food. there's some great food. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we, we, we love to eat and whatnot. I mean, I think what bonds us together the most is our faith. Um, she, she grew up in the church and, um, and I came to, I, I grew up in the church, but came to faith a little bit later in life. I, I, I was, um, in, I guess middle midway through college or so, um, before I started taking my faith really seriously. But, um, yeah, once we started dating, I, I introduced Karen to golf. So we, we play golf quite a bit. There's a lot of great courses in Arizona. Um, we we hunt a little bit uh fish um but we we just enjoy spending time together we we work out together we train together we we do all these kinds of things um so we just what, got are, what are some work sorry i was gonna say what are some workout uh you know what do you do to prepare that might be maybe similar to other sports or maybe very different getting your body prepared for the rigors of shooting. Sure. So we, we actually work with a guy um, named uh, Matt who um, he, he's got a, a uh, system called rooted in movement and, um, and he trains a lot of Olympic shooters. Um, uh, his name is, is, uh, or he he trains Vincent Hancock, um, who's multi world cha- uh, world champion, but Olympic champion. Excuse me. He's I think he's been to four or five Olympics. I think he's won three gold medals. Um, and so Matt uh, Zanus is his last name. He he trains a lot of Olympic skeet shooters, a lot of Olympic trap shooters, and so uh, we. We work with him, and so we, we go through his rooted and movement system, and a lot of things that we do start in our feet. I mean, our, our, our shooting posture has to start in our feet, so we, we train um, kind of feet first, and then, and then everything um, comes up from there. But we, we do a lot of functional movements and whatnot, but my wife and I like to strength train as well, and so we, we do a lot of his unique movement system um which i know a lot of other sports are kind of recently getting into we do a lot of the same movements as as golf um Mm. they call sporting clays golf with a shotgun so for for those of you watching who (laughs) ever heard of sporting clays they yeah they call sporting clays golf with a shotgun so we're going to be on a course of say 15 uh 12 to 15 different stations each different station will have um a target presentation that'll be as far as say 80 yards as close as 10 yards crossing coming at you going away looping going up coming down rabbits on the ground mm. rabbits in the air whatever you could imagine a clay target doing flying through the air um and so sometimes you know we we have a transition where we, we might have to shoot a target up above us and then come down and shoot one below us or or, or vice versa mm. shoot one low and really high or left and right and you've got to understand how to biomechanically you know rotate 
the most efficiently. And so, um, and so I, I think a lot of these seems movements, like a lot of core strength, a lot of, yeah, core, a lot strength. of core strength for sure. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of shooters who, who aren't in the best shape, um, but they're just really gifted athletes. And so you, you know, you don't have to be physically fit to, to shoot a shotgun. Um, and, you know, maybe that's why so many people do it. There's, I think estimated 8 million people in the U S a year try sporting clays and, um, you know, our national championship has 2,500 shooters, you know, just at the nationals. And, hmm. um, and so, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like you think of a national championship of being, you know, maybe a select number of, of shooters, but they, they've grown it really big where they do kind of squad all the top guys and girls together, but, um, there be 2,500 competitors at our nationals. So it's kind of this just crazy big event. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you have good eye hand coordination, you can be a good shooter. So, so, okay. So you gotta, I gotta ask the question, when did you first, you know, pick up a gun to, to shoot? Uh, was it, you know, how did it go? Yeah. Was it so, like, hey, dad, you said your dad's, you know, involved. Yeah. My, my dad and I started at the same time. Like he, he had me shooting, um, just like a pellet gun and stuff. When I was really young, I was like two years old. My, my first sport was actually <laughs> golf. Um, I, I, I loved golf. I could, you know, at three, four years old, I could chip a ball into a bucket, um, on, you know, just playing golf. And I was a really good junior golfer. And then I ended up, uh, breaking my elbow when I was 15. And that kind of caused me to focus on shooting more, uh, than golf and basketball. Um, I was a good basketball player and in uh, high school as well played on some club teams and whatnot that we did well with but um but yeah the you know the broken elbow kind of caused me to focus on shooting but the first time I I really shot clay targets I was I was nine years old um it was Hmm. 1994 and um and I wasn't very good I think the first time (laughs) that I shot in a tournament I I hit 12 shots out of 100 and nobody would ever thought I could be a world champion um, no, I mean, no. I mean, the, I know the, kids. The, uh, sports books, not putting a lot of money on you right now. No, I mean, I mean, I know kids <laughs> whose first time they, they go out and shoot, they shoot like, you know, 50 or 60 out of a hundred. And I, I wasn't anywhere close, but, um, but I, I just did it with my dad for fun for a while. And then, and then I, I had a guy named Steve Schultz kind of speak into me when I was about 16 or 17, I think. And he's like, Hey, you know, if you if you ever took this game seriously, you could be you could be pretty good. I think I think you could be you know national champion, world champion, and um, and I really didn't believe him at first. But I started after high school is really when I started focusing on shooting and seeing how how good I could get. And so um, I, I really started training hard when I was about 18, 19 years old, and then started kind of breaking into the top. Um, shortly thereafter but never won a major championship until um i really learned how to put my faith first and 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 not compete for selfish reasons but understand how to kind of give honor and glory to god um and use shooting as an act of worshiping uh jesus and 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 also a platform to spread his love and um and so that's when I, i think god really started opening up doors for me and um and so my wife and I, every shooting competition we go to, 
around the world. We actually hold like a Bible study. We call it a shooter fellowship for uh, the shooters. And sometimes we'll only get get a handful of people show up. Um, but then other times, um, like at our U.S. Open this year, we had 120 people show up. And um, wow. one of my sisters led led worship. Um, her, her and her husband led, led worship for it. It was just like a regular church service. And so um, anyway, that's that's a really fun part of the sport that that we are are honored to to do. So, where, where, where are nationals located at for our national championship every year? Um, so that's one shoot that doesn't move around. Like our, our our U.S. Open moves around all over the the country, but the national championship is in San Antonio every year, and so it's at our that's where the National Sporting Clay Association headquarters is hmm. is located, San Antonio, Texas. What um, what's the most unique place that you've got an opportunity to go? I mean, San Antonio is a great city. Some some great food, <laughs> some great culture. Um, obviously, you got the Alamo, you got all that in San Antonio. But but what's a what's a place that you've had maybe domestically? Give me one domestic and one international. Um, well, let's start with with international. I mean, the most uh, one of the craziest places that was a really amazing experience was um, so they, they've had a shoot in Dubai three times in 2014, 15, and just last year. And the one in 2014 and 15 was put on by um, Sheikh Ahmed Al-Maktoum, who, who is a shooter himself. He um, won an Olympic double trap when they still had double trap in the Olympics. He won a gold medal in I think 2000 or 2004. I can't remember which year, but he, he loves sporting clays, and so he put on this big sporting clay shoot. And um, the first prize that year was $140,000, which was mind-blowing to anybody in the shooting community because the most we had ever competed for was like, at the time, I think $30,000 was the top prize at uh, one year, a world championship. They got a big-time sponsorship for it. But, um, yeah, so I got to go there and ended up, winning that championship and then I uh, got invited over to the Sheikh's house and got to have dinner with him and whatnot. And, and, and that was probably one of the most um, amazing experiences that I've had uh, internationally. What, what'd you have for dinner? What'd you have for dinner at, at, at a Sheikh's house? I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. It is. Well, he actually, so he, he had his servants come and, and bring um, this, it, it, it was a full chicken that had literally just been plucked. And then he, he had, you know, some, some vegetables and, and fruits and whatnot that he sliced up. And then they stuffed this chicken with, with the fresh, fresh fruits and veggies that were from his garden. And, um, and I'm not a chicken eater. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm a beef eater. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I, I, I've kind of been on almost a carnivore diet or so for about three years. Nice. Um, but you know, back then I was kind of, doing this blood type eating plan or whatever, but it was the best chicken I've ever had still, still to this day. And he, he cooked it for us right there. Um, and so that, that was That's pretty awesome. special. So That's awesome. You are listening to just a cup on believe.com. Remember every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe I have given miles or given miles. Sorry. Um, who is world champ, U.S. champ in sporting clay shooting. And we're talking about everything. And if you just missed, you need to rewind or <laughs> kind of go back to talk about 
you know, eating chicken in Dubai that literally just got plucked, which is that that's awesome. And you did mention <laughs> the carnivore diet and, you know, te- what's the favorite, do you have any favorite Texas? Cause I know you, you know, being in Texas, what's the favorite brisket place or a barbecue place in Texas you've been to? Um, probably, uh, there, there was one that I really, really enjoyed, uh, out in like kind of central Texas. I think it was in Brady, Texas. I can't even remember the name of it. Mm, um, but it, I mean, it, it was as good as, as anywhere in Texas, but, um, but yeah, I, I had lived in Texas for about three years, um, in 2016, 17 and 18, and then moved mm-hmm. back to Arizona in 2020. Um, but while I was there, I, I, I had some good breakfast. I, I, I forget all the names of the places. I remember one up in Dallas called Heart Eight. That was pretty good. And then, yep. um, oh, the How one. How about Rudy's? Have you ever ate at Rudy's? <laughs> I've, I've eaten at Rudy's. That's not quite as good as like, there's one in um, Austin <laughs> called Salt, Salt Lick, which is pretty good. Salt Lick. So. I just ordered the rub. I, I, I ran out of it. I just ordered the rub, the garlic rub they have. <laughs> Put it on some steaks. You're going to smack your mama. It's, it's, it's awesome. My my favorite seasoning is actually called Gibson's from a, a steakhouse in Chicago, and um, oh, I'm writing and that's it down my right favorite. now. <laughs> I am writing it down. Gibson's, Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's I, all I my Chicago. A- all my Chicago friends will be will be proud of that. There's we 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 have a big shoot in Chicago every year at a place called Northbrook Sports Club, and and okay. um, and so I, we we've developed a really great uh community of friends up there and um and so and one of my friends just planted a church up there last year and we we went out or went up there i guess for his his grand opening and and whatnot but um yeah we we love chicago but gibson steakhouse is is uh, one of the best well hopefully you're not up in chicago this time of year no in the december january february time period would not be recommended summertime gorgeous yeah, but it, it was it was time, it was no. it was seventy and sunny in, in, in Tucson today. So I I'm I'm not <laughs> trying to go up to it. Chicago this time of year. <laughs> no, not at all. Do you, do you hunt for like you know for sport? You know like you know quail hunting or you know boar hunting or, or whatever it might be. Yeah, um, I I used to hunt a lot when I was a kid. That's kind of how my dad and I got into sporting clays. Somebody was like, hey. Um, you know, if you want to kill more quail and doves, uh, you should try sporting clays because it'll make you better at, at quail shooting and dove shooting. And and um, and so I, I still hunt occasionally, but I don't do it like I used to back in high school. I mean, I, I would hunt every weekend of the season um, and sometimes, uh, you know, like my <laughs> senior year of high school, I'd get out at like 1130. So then I'd go hunting after school uh, with, with nice. some friends. But um, but I, I, I don't do it quite as much anymore um i mean I've, I've deer hunted in the past and and that's been fun but my wife and i actually just got some some bows for christmas and so we're, we're gonna archery hunt a little bit next year um which nice. is a total different type of hunting you know because with with a rifle you can you know shoot shoot an animal at you know five six seven hundred yards no problem but with, with archery you've got to get you know within 100 yards or so and you 
and try to get as close as you can. I mean, I've, I've got a friend who said that he, he shot an elk at 10 yards. So I think that would be pretty cool to, to get 10, 10 yards from an elk and, and, and uh, try to harvest an elk. And, uh, you know, the, the elk meat is, is amazing. I, I, I'm not sure you've had elk before. But. I, I, I made some chili. I, I, I love making chili, and I made chili with elk nice. and kangaroo. Okay. That's awesome. Kind of combined. And you, I've used bison. I've all kind of stuff. So I mean, I'm I'm a big uh, a big fan. In fact, I think we have in our freezer. I think we have uh, two jars of of elk chili. Do you hunt as there. well? No, no uh, okay. I, I hunt from a grocery store. So you, you gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be fun to to uh, to hunt a buffalo as well. I'd like to shoot a buffalo and an elk, and um, you know my my in laws. So my my father-in-law is is a fourth generation farmer um in central arizona kind of right in between mm. tucson and phoenix in a little town called okay. eloy and he he grew up also having like a herd of cows and whatnot i guess his grandpa was a had had a feedlot and whatnot but um so my my father-in-law has has kind of a small herd of cows but he he butchered one for us back in september and so we we've right, Right now, have a freezer full of of, of beef, and um, and so ho- hopefully oh. we'll we'll uh, get an elk next season, and and then be able to swap between you know beef and elk uh, for our good. our daily Those meals. Are good things, good things. <laughs> hey, I, I was talking to one of my former when you when you mentioned hunting and quails, I was talking to one of my former athletes, Pat Keller, who is um, he leads quail hunting um, and leads hunting you know down in in, in South Texas. And uh, I mentioned that you were coming on, on the show and he basically was like, why do you know that person's name? Like, why, why are they, you know, you know, why, why do you know? So, I mean, obviously, you know, in the, in the hunting community and the, in the shooting community, the name's definitely prevalent, which is, which is fun and exciting. But so you're, you're bringing the sport to another generation or other individuals. Tell me a little bit. I mean, you've got an Academy sporting clays Academy that, uh, yeah, that you so- run. So um, we release a new instructional video every Tuesday um, on on Sporting Clays Academy website, which is cool. And then um, you know, my my wife and I we we coach shooting as well. And so I've that's kind of how I've made a living since I was 17 years old. Other than just competing, uh, like I said, we can't make money <laughs> just competing. Um, but yeah, we we coach. I I um, trained. You know, I, I trained my, my wife to shoot, so she speaks the same language as, as me, but she's been very successful, uh, a two-time U.S. Open champion and two-time world champion. And so, um, yeah, she's a phenomenal coach as well. And so we, we coach both in Tucson um, at a place called Tucson Trap and Skeet Club, which is my, my dad's range. It's actually the largest clay target shooting facility in the world. Um, wow. and then, and then we have our private setup at my in-laws farm in Eloy, Arizona. So we, we rotate between those two. Um, but we also then kind of coach throughout our championship tour. Um, so, I mean, we, we go all over the U S and to kind of further answer a question from before, you know, kind of favorite place or most extravagant place we've been to, um, domestically and foreignly. 
domestically, I mean, there, there's so many wonderful places in America, but in the summertime when it gets really hot in Arizona, when, one place that we like to go to is, is Harbor Springs, Michigan, which is kind of a really unique place. Um, and it's, you know, in the summertime, it's like 70 degrees all of uh, June, July, August. And so we'll, we'll go up there usually July or August. And one of our friends who's a student of ours, he hosts us at his house usually. And, oh. and we get to stay like right on the beach. Um, and we'll, we'll go coach a half day or so and then come back and spend the next half day on the beach. And, you know, 70 degrees in the middle of summer is pretty nice. <laughs> Especially when you're coming from Arizona. Yeah. And, and I, I'll have to, I, I'll have to let you get a, a, a cheap plug. You're an Arizona Wildcats, so like go Wildcats, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, what was, uh, what was, what was your favorite sporting experience that you got to see when you were, were at, uh, at Arizona? I mean, it's gotta know? be, it, I mean, it's gotta be when I was in sixth grade. Um, uh, my, my dad and I used to have season tickets to Arizona basketball and, uh, we won the national championship um, back in 1997, and I mean, I, I vividly remember every single game that that season because I, I was I was a big time basketball player. I was I was actually on the assistant coach at the time for Lute Olson was named Jim Rosbro, and he he had a club team, um, hmm. and I was on a club team with with his son. They you know they could do that before we got into high school. Um, and right. so, um, it, it was just amazing. Cause I was kind of connected with that team in some ways, like some of our practices, we, we would, uh, when, when the university of Arizona would, would, you know, those kids would be playing pickup basketball at different gyms around the city in their off season, we would have practice maybe like right after them. So we got to meet all those guys and, and, um, and after they won, the championship, they they had kind of a big get together and whatnot at our football stadium, and that that was that was probably one of the coolest sporting experiences, um, awesome. you know, that I've been a part of. But also, when I was in college, being friends with some of the guys on the football team, uh, we were in the same Bible study and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was part of a ministry called Athletes in Action, which uh, Tim okay. Pritcher, um, who, who, who connected us, uh, that's how we met. Cause I went through, uh, the athletes in action, ultimate training camp, um, as, as a camper. And then I, I interned at that camp for a few years after. And, um, and so, you know, going to some of the football games and seeing some of the guys that I was really close with, um, Excel and just have, have cool moments. Uh, there's, no, there's been some pretty special times, so it, it, it's cool to share stuff like that, especially when you're really close with somebody uh, on a spiritual level. Well, I think it's it's one of those things that anytime you uh, athletics is such a fraternity sorority, you know, mm-hmm. kind of experience that you're you're getting a chance to to have conversations and you're on a very similar thought process because of mm-hmm. the competitiveness of the competition that there's that instant bond yeah you know? for sure for sure that's yeah, a cool awesome. thing that's awesome i i actually went i was a part of the ultimate training camp myself when i was in college so i can appreciate it uh, i think it was in fort collins colorado at the time i'm not mistaken oh the the phone cut out you said you were a part of uh the ultimate training i camp. i did the ultimate training camp myself what what when, year was it? When, 
Oh gosh, you're asking me. It, it was probably before you were born. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it'd probably been uh, back in the, you know, mid nineties. Okay. Like 93, 94. Okay. Gotcha. I'm guessing. So, I'm completely guessing. I have no idea. <laughs> gotcha. I'm, I'm probably okay. a lot, lot older than what I, I might look on a, on a screen. Do, do you by chance know, know John Demeter who, who ran the ultimate training camp for a while? No, the name no. doesn't ring. That was probably mind. a little bit after. Probably, Pro- yeah. probably, <laughs> probably. I was. Uh, what now? What, what year did you graduate from Arizona? Uh, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. So I would have been two thousand eight. I would have just left Cal Berkeley and and went to Mississippi State that year. So okay, I, I would I would have taken some trips to Tucson for sure uh, for some some track and field meets back when I was cool. coaching at Berkeley. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, had had some some good friends down there. Fred Harvey, uh, the head track coach, great person. Yeah. Uh, Francesca Green, she's been around for a long time as well. So there, there's some outstanding people. And and uh, Greg Byrne, who was my athletic director at Mississippi State. Okay. He, he was at, at Arizona, and he's yep. an incredible man, an unbelievable yeah, he, leader, incredible man. He was there when I was. Um, so I was like volunteer staff with Athletes in Action for several years from 2000 well nine to like 14 i guess and um and uh, so i rubbed shoulders a little bit with all all those people that you that you mentioned great great people i mean you that's know. the one thing sports sports brings out great things in people <laughs> it, it, it does. brings out some bad things don't <laughs> get me wrong but i think the the positives far outweigh the negatives for sure uh, in, the, in the sport well, man, I, Gavin, I, I, I've been, I've been fired up. I've learned so much about, uh, about you and about the sport. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, or they want to, you know, learn more about, how can they do that? Yeah. About you know, sporting clay, or if they want to get better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So find find me on on Instagram or Facebook, uh, Gavin Miles, G E B B E N M I L E S, um, or you can go to Sporting Clay's Academy. Um, either one of those places and, um, and yeah, shoot, shoot me a message, um, on, on either one of those platforms. And, um, you know, if, if you don't want to shoot me a message, log on to Sporting Clays Academy, it's like $30 a month and you can go through our videos. We've got an archive of, you know, 150 different instructional videos on there. And, um, and you know, that's a really good place. A lot of people who, um, I don't get to coach in person. Um, I'll, I'll get messages every week. Somebody who's got onto our platform and has been a subscriber for three, four, five months, and they're like, "Hey, I've never taken a lesson, but I've just watched your instructional videos, mm. and you know, I've I've already made it to like a class or something, or hey, I've you know shot shot an eighty percent, and I started off and I couldn't hit twenty percent, stuff, stuff like that. So uh, we've got some good uh, knowledge in at, 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 uh, our, our archives in Sporting Clays Academy. So. That is absolutely awesome. Hey, this has been just a cup on believe every team, every topic everywhere. This is believe Brian Fetzer, Kevin miles. Amazing. Uh, getting a chance to talk to you and we'll, uh, hopefully a lot more people will understand sporting clays and, and, For sure. and, and, and check it out. Now sporting, is there anything on like, you know, is there uh, the championships? Are they streamed on Vimeo or any? Um, they've 
they've streamed them um, in the past, like on Facebook and YouTube and stuff like that. So yeah, they they've been on YouTube and there's you can go back. I mean, people, when we had our uh, our our pro tour, they they streamed them all the time on on YouTube. So people go back and watch us on the pro tour, and I still get messages all the time um like hey how, how do i get involved with the pro you know with, with the it was called the, the psca <laughs> the professional sporting play association you know how, how do i get involved because all, all those tournaments are, are streamed but they've they've streamed our national championship the last two years and the, they've uh done some things with like our, our u.s opens and and different shoots so yeah you can youtube it for sure but and but once Brian, it's on youtube it never ends right? yeah i mean it's always there it's always exactly. going to be there you're always going to see exactly it. so well, but it it, Kevin, it has thanks. been an, oh yeah absolutely i was just gonna say it, it's been an honor to spend some time with you and um and to get to know you a little bit too i mean i'd, I'd like to ask you some some questions and learn more about <laughs> about you know absolutely. believe and just a cup and um coaching and and everything that, that that you've done too. So ho hopefully we can get some more time to, to, Ab to absolutely. Get to know each other. Well, hey, anybody, go out there, subscribe on on Believe.com. You can also get us on on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Really anywhere you get your pod podcast content from, and hopefully uh, we'll get you to listen again sometime soon. Awesome. Have a great one. Thanks, Brian.